You are now listening to United 96 Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Um, Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to RFK Refugees Podcast, which is not the name of the show. It's United 96 on RFK Refugees Network. That's especially funny because we are doing this twice because I hit, forgot to hit record, and I did it right the first time, but not right the second time, so that's on me. It is your host, John, and normally invisible co-host, uh, producer Brian. Brian, say hello. Hello. We got it right the first time that no one saw. That's all that matters in my in my book. So uh, how was your weekend, Brian? Uh, it was fantastic. I went sailing on Saturday, uh, went to the water park on Sunday, and uh, topped it off with a win, of all things. How about you, John? I Man, your weekend was much, much cooler than mine. I think Saturday was... Uh, Saturday was just going around with family, going to the mall, doing doing those kind of things. Sunday was exciting. If you happen to follow on on Twitter, uh, I was a half an hour late to the game. It was the 35th minute when I got in. I parked in a sketchy lot that had a big "We will tow you" signs. And after I had walked all the way to the stadium, and I DM Jason Anderson. Jason's like, "Oh, they'll tow. You should definitely go back and pay." So I turned back around and walked the a half a mile back again to find out that there was no one there to pay and then walked all the way back again uh and then i didn't it didn't get towed after all but i got to watch the most exciting soccer game of the year for me by far so i can't i can't really complain even though it was raining and i had to walk a lot but that's how, how, okay. ma- how many minutes of that game did you get to see john uh 65 55 if i did the math right so not very much the goal i heard the goal i heard the sound of the goal and i got the alert i got to watch it later uh, but let's let's get right into it. Let's talk about this game. So, first game in charge for Wayne Rooney. A, a thing that uh, DC United's Twitter account will not let us forget. Uh, Wayne Rooney is the coach of DC United. Lest you have thought maybe it was somebody else. It's Wayne Rooney. First lineup he rolls out. Similarly young to last time from the back. Rafael Romo, who we're going to have something to say about. Chris Adoyatsum, uh starting at... Right back, Brendan Heinzeich, Steven Birnbaum, Sammy Gadiri, Ravel Morrison making mm-hmm. his first start. Also playing for the first time, I think he said in three months, so there was concern about whether or not he would be able to play, and he played 90, so that's funny. Uh, Chris Durkin, Sofian Jafal, Jackson Hopkins, Taxi Funtas, and Miguel Berry rounding out the lineup. Uh, what did you think when you saw this lineup? Did you have any sort of thoughts, anything that was sticking out to you other than maybe Ravel Morrison? Uh, no, nothing, nothing really than Morrison. I, I, I think everything else was fairly expected, um, given the, the current state of things. So nothing that was really surprising to me. How about you? No. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I can't, I, I'm told it's Ravel, which I would really appreciate like an accente sobre the E just to melt me out similar to Martin Rodriguez. But Hey, I'll, I'll learn. It's I don't on know. I don't, I don't know if they do that in Jamaica. Uh, maybe not. Well, well, maybe they should. What am I just supposed to know? Just, yes. just know. Yes. Well, I don't like that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the lineup, like you said, pretty, pretty unchanged. I think the notable thing was once again, uh, two players who are almost assuredly gone here, either before the window closes or very shortly after. Uh, can you name them for me? Two, two forwards who will no uh, longer be here. Oh, uh, Michael Estrada and um, Nigel, Nigel Roberta. Yeah, Nigel Roberta under contract through 2023, so that will be a more tricky one. DC United could terminate the loan agreement at any time uh, for Estrada, and I think that they will. So uh, uh, that is, I'm going to cry no tears about that. I think you and I actually have both a pretty agreement with Estrada as being not really a great fit and certainly not a five million dollar player. Um, could but. could you send Roberta to Loudon as like a last resort and pay his wages through Loudon and get it off the wage bill? And free up an international spot. I imagine there's got to be some MLS rules against that player stashing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially unclear. for somebody like that isn't like the other way around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I would imagine if they were if that was a if that was a straightforward move, they might do it. I, also, they still have to make you know, they have to replace those players. So it's all about our two internationals inbound. Mm-hmm. And if they are, then they'll make they'll figure out a way to make the moves. They're right. running out of time. The deadline is when? Do you know that when the tread? Did, 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 uh, I do. I do not know. Normally, this is one of those things I'd look up in the background. Uh, Correct. But, I, but I'm in the foreground now. So uh, it, August fourth. So three more days. Okay. Not very much time to make to get these moves across the line, and we have a game on the third on Wednesday. So 
Not that that affects anything, but just, yeah. just, just keeping that keeping that in mind. Well, if the, if they're if they're outside, if they do move outside of MLS, let's say, then you could see outgoing, um, not necessarily incoming. Um, so if you got to clear the books and you got to, you know, um, I, I think Estrada is pretty straightforward, right? You know, you terminate the loan if you can't do anything else. Um, yep. Roberta's the the tougher one. So uh, this game gets started. Mm-hmm. A thing that you saw uh, while it was happening on television, and I did not. A, a goal was conceded in a way that made uh, DC United fans want to pull their hair out of their head. Uh, Junior Urso, who was also wearing like a Nelly style bandaid above his eye, Nelly wore his down here. He had a mm-hmm. bandage above his eye, but it looked from very far. It looked similar. Uh, it appears that the goalkeeper was in a not great positioning uh, and caught him caught him slipping, as they say. Probably no, they probably yes. don't say that anymore. Probably old now. Uh, but uh, Junior Urso, looking looking like, I don't know, a, a very skillful player, uh, uh, chipping him from outside the eighteen into the upper into the upper ninety uh, far mm-hmm. post. Uh, what did you think when you saw that? What what expletives went out of your lips when you saw that? <laughs> um, things that I will not repeat in case <laughs> we're well, trying to keep my, in keep in our explicit. Four, yeah, in case my four year old isn't quite asleep yet. Um, I, I we. N- there's no better time than now to talk about Romo's positioning during this game, yeah. because I would say no less than five minutes later, he did almost exactly the same thing and was lucky to not get away with worse. Um, there's like um, there there's coming out to me to play and there's there's a confidence level that you have to have and a commitment. And I think what you see is he wasn't committed he had the idea you know i think when you look back um he maybe second guessed himself but it was too far gone um it just it was not it did not go uh his way and and you know there were a number of times where romo was caught out of position in a similar position to how he was for that first goal Someone on Twitter said uh, he thinks he's Manuel Neuer, but he's actually Lewis Creighton, <laughs> which is a great longtime DC United uh, 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 dog here on him. Uh, we have a Twitter question that's relevant, so I think we'll we'll put it okay. in there. At Eric Eversman says, my question is about Romo's positioning. He was so consistently far off his line that it had to be an instruction from the bench. He's catching a lot of flack and made to serve some of it, but that positioning is the coach's call, right? There's no way that he decided to play sweeper-keeper on his own. I think that 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 is was clearly I think Wayne wants him as a as a higher up release valve for the defense trying to trying to switch the point of attack and, and generate the ball moving the other direction. Mm-hmm. And you saw that on and anytime DC United had the ball also it helped that Orlando went into a protective shell with a 1-0 lead pretty much the whole game from from halftime on pretty much. Right. Uh but Romo was within 15 yards of the midfield stripe the entire pretty much the entire game. Uh so I think it was. I think it was directed by Wayne. I don't think. I wonder if he'll ask him to do that again. I also don't think it'll matter because Ocho is going to start most likely on Wednesday, and that'll be it for the rest of the season. Yeah, so that, that's, I think. I think we may not have to worry about it too much. That's my thought too. You know, I, I think this is kind of. Um, you know, if if I'm if I'm Wayne, and I have a, a system that I want to run. And I brought Ochoa in to be a part of that system. And I think it's a, a skill set Ochoa has. Uh, I'm still going to want to run that system with the keeper I have today. Um, right. You know, it puts some healthy competition out there. Um, and and I've praised Romo in the past for being a better distributor, I think, from the back, um, frankly, than, than, than Bill. Than who? Kempen? definitely than Kempen but even Mm -hmm. Bill you know like I I think Bill's strong suit is more in um you know if he's got to roll the ball out if he's got to play a long ball Bill's got a good long ball can hit somebody um but I have seen Romo do a good job of you know when he's around the six yard box doing distribution with the back line um not so much when he's up past the 18 that's that's not that's not his strong suit Uh, I would agree with that uh, after the goal, the rest of the first half was pretty uneventful. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a yellow card early on for Jafal that happened actually right before the goal. Yeah, uh, but for the most part, 
DC did not really threaten too much. Orlando had a few chances up and down the field, but it was not really. It was sort of a. It was sort of a dire halftime. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember getting up and getting a beer at the halftime, being like, "Well, that was not great." <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know how we're. Gonna, I don't know what we're going to do in the second half. Um, I think for for me the game uh, changes with two with the sub of uh, Martin Rodriguez and Annie Nahar. Annie Nahar comes on the seventieth, and Rodriguez comes on for the forty sixth. But once Nahar gets on and Rodriguez is at the same time, the team becomes electric, just like it's happened before. I'm trying to remember the game previous. It might have been not the last, maybe the last home game. They both came on at the same time. And they are, I think someone called, again, I'm stealing all my bits from, from Twitter and Discord, but like it's a WTTS, which is willingness to try shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those players have a high dose of it and the rest of the team doesn't have too much of it. Uh, but it, the, the game completely turned around. It was, uh, it was, they looked like they were going to threaten as Nahar got on. And they did. The, the game tilted by Orlando went into a please don't hit me uh, sheltering position. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was uh, it was just a matter of time, really. And we'll talk um, tr- uh, <laughs> in a foresha- in a bit of foreshadowing. All the all of the players that came on actually, so Rodriguez, Ola Kamara, Andy Nahar, and Kamarni Smith were all integral to the goals that were scored. Mm-hmm. They were all they were all they were all pieces of it. But let's talk about that first one. Uh, uh, Chris Durkin in the ninetieth in yes. the ninetieth plus one. As this happened, so Ola Kamara is on the left wing. I'm trying to remember who passes in the ball. It might have been Kamarni. I think it was a Kamarni. Mm-hmm. Ola looks like he has offsides. Looks like he checks up, but also doesn't look like he had checked up all the way. Yes. Gets the ball, plays it across for Chris Dirk, and Chris Dirk can blast it into the into, into the top shelf to use a hockey term. Uh, I I am immediately t- uh, tweeting <laughs> tweeting Brian like, nope, that's going to go to VAR. There's no yep. way that was no definitely way. offsides because it was right. I'm right in line with him where my seat is. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting there with my seatmate Trey. I'm like, no, this is, let's not get excited here. It's not going to happen. And then as you're as as we're talking, it goes on the screen. Review checked. Goal stands. I'm like, how did we get that low? How did that happen? Yeah, I, I have no idea. It. If if that if that was a Premier League, you would have had the lines drawn, the vertical line, and and there would have been some measurements done. Um, everything in my soul told me that Kamara was offside and that that goal would be mm-hmm. called away. Um, so, but uh, I'm I'm thankful that it was not happy and, to be uh, wrong, right? For yes, a change, yes. <laughs> so, I thought that was it, right? I thought, oh, great, we tied the game. That's excellent. Uh, that nothing else will happen. I'm happy with this. This is good enough for me. But uh, I was wrong. That is not what happened. In the 90th plus five, so there was a four minutes planned stoppage time in the fifth one. Uh, <laughs> so the ball is taken from the right side. Who crosses it to Kamarni? Was that Ravel or Ravel? Who was it? Uh, yes, our uh, defensive midfielder, uh, Morrison, which I want to get and back to. We'll talk to. about him in a second. <laughs> yes. Crosses the ball to Kamarni Smith, uh, who is now a DC United legend. There's nothing we can do about it. We're going to give a statue of Kamarni Smith. Crosses in the ball, and instead of doing what he normally does, which is make a, make a nice trap, and then cross the ball usually to the top of the 18 where someone is guarded, or or you know just loop it. One time volleys it across the box taxi is right there and 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 tips it in past the goalie not not very hard but hard enough crowd goes ballistic mm-hmm. scenes as yes. they say goes into the corner fans are going i just got i just got goosebumps again to tell to my own telling of it and my own thinking of it uh goes into the corner two one uh what what was your thought? Like, I know in the stands it was just it was really pandemonium. What were what were you thinking? Um, I I snatched my four year old up, stuck on my shoulders, and kind of ran around the the room. Um, nice. You know, I, I I think we you and I talked about it. The the um, I don't know that that comeback win that that last minute that stoppage time. Um, one, it feels very how DC United used to win when they mm-hmm. would win, um, you know, and you know, I, I think um, I was amazed. It, w- it was one of those things that you replay in your mind and maybe you expect 
if you have Kevin Paredes and and some of the pieces that we had last year, like if that had been Paul Ariola passing to Kevin Paredes, playing it into maybe Taxi, you're like, oh, hey, great goal, good job, guys. But you know, I think with the cast of characters we have today, um, Rooney's first game, there's just something electric, something different, a, a different energy that um, transcended. You know, something even when we were behind. You could feel from from my side, and I don't know if you felt in the stadium, a mm-hmm. difference in the crowd, uh, an excitement maybe that hasn't been around recently, seeing some of these new signings get on the field. Um, there's a, a sense of staleness that I feel has been hanging over the team since uh, certain changes were made at the club. Um, and it feels like we've sort of popped open a fresh bag of chips, and, uh, and this was like finishing the last one. I like I like all of that. Uh, by the way, um, I've just now realized that I can see the Twitch uh, chat and engage it as we talk. I'm being corrected by SC Lad ninety five. It was actually Rodriguez who crossed it to Kamarni. So mm. it even proves my point more that Rodriguez is an impulse impact sub. Yes. So that's great. Uh, yeah, it was. I was drawing a little bit of criticism, I think, on Twitter for being too optimistic about you know leaving that game. By the way. If you're not optimistic after that game, like you're not going to be optimistic, man. There's just you choosing not to be. Granted, we are at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. We are in a giant hole. The players that are need to come in have not come in yet. So we still are short players. However, that was what you want that's what you want in a team performance. The first half sucked. Yep. Second half though was great. They didn't quit. They challenged the entire game. I mean, that's what you want to have happen. I think mm-hmm. that Rooney being there, Rooney isn't on the field, but Rooney is the thing that can give these players the belief in themselves to go a little bit, go a little bit harder, and and maybe achieve a little bit more than they 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 can be. Lucy Rushton has been pilloried for saying this team is a playoff team, and if you look at the standings, easy to do that, easy to say that she has lost her mind. But also, if we look at these players individually and not how they played this year. It's not so out. Of, it's not so out of the realm possibility. Rodriguez is finally getting his chance. I want to see him go ninety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to see how, maybe that. Was, maybe that's as soon as Wednesday. Uh, but this is this is something that you have to be excited about. It may not go our way. Uh, it it probably won't go our way. But I know that for sure. This is a better and more exciting second half of the year to be a DC United fan post Chad Ashton with with Wayne Rooney than it would have been otherwise. I was. I was in the just like acceptance phase of like, you know what? Who gives a shit? doesn't make a difference. That was where I was at. And now mm-hmm. uh, there's something to be excited about. You know, you never, I'm not going to automatically bet against DC anymore because I will lose money now. So occasionally I would have lost money had I done it. I, I did both teams to score. So everything was okay for me this weekend. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's really, that's really, oh, uh, so let's, let's, I'm going to dig into it real quick again. See if there's anybody okay. else. Uh, SC Lad also lets us know that we're no longer last in Supporter Shield, so that's good. So no spoon currently. Thank you to the uh, Kansas City Wizards, uh, aka Sporting Kansas City. Uh, Cogs- Cogswell Worthington says, "If Taxi's going to be walking around with a haircut, he better be scoring game winners." That was. Uh, did they show? Did they get good footage of it on TV? The, there, the, the deep V on the back. Yes, the, the and the because of his hairline, view. he has like V notches on the side as well. Where he's just a little thin here, uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's it's excellent. It's it's, it's very it's very excellent. Emrick nineteen seventy seven lets us know that Wayne confirmed the sweeper keeper in the post game press conference. I would have been on that post game press conference except for I was in a car that was almost swept into the Anacostia by flash flooding as I was trying to get out of there. Yeah, uh, speak, and speaking last... of... no, go ahead. Good, no, good. I was going to say speaking of the post game press conference and, uh, and and kind of as a transition. Um, to some of the player discussion on one of the questions I see coming yeah. up and probably the one you're going to read. A um, couple of uh, takes I want to get on uh, players in this game from you. Um, mm-hmm. So first is uh, Ra- Ravel. I'm, I'm getting it wrong, aren't I? Is it, is it Ravel? Or is it Ra- we're going to go with Ravel. I've been told okay. that's right, so we're going to go with All that. Right. Um, so- Who's in the know? So, so Rooney in the, the post-game press conference, there, there's a point at which I just assumed – I walked away from the TV and came back and saw Rodriguez and assumed that he had been subbed in for Ravel. 
Um, and then I noticed him playing in about the position that Russell Knauss would play. Um, and, you know, Rooney addressed that in the postgame press conference saying, hey, you know, he was naturally dropping deeper to get involved. So we just kept him there in the second half. Um, what are your thoughts on his 90 minutes overall and that sort of, um, I guess, tactical switch in positioning for him? Well, I'll, I'll say where I... Th- uh... I'll say this. Angus Young, former listener, now competitor podcaster, so that means he's no longer my friend. Uh, we talked briefly on the Twitter spaces that I was doing in traffic before mm-hmm. uh, I'd stopped. He said that he thought that that was happening because he knows Wayne's system better than anybody else. So it was, he was able to basically implement the system as a coach on the field. Mm-hmm. And that that carried water for me. I was like, that makes sense. Because if you look at his passing chart, he by, by the way, uh, footmobe, which I'm also told is the way to say that. It's footmobe because football mobile, even though it sounds stupid when you say it out nope. loud. I agree. Never. I think it's stupid. Nope. It's that's what I was told. Is this like gif gif situation? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's like a maybe it's right, but it's wrong. Uh, but any, I, he got a seven point eight. But if you look at his passing map, ninety degrees right and left, he was basically mm-hmm. only he was serving to say. Uh, let's get the ball going this way up the field. That's that's my role. And for yelling at the center backs, <laughs> like loot, like uh, uh, I don't. I'm trying to think of another player who yelled more at his. He's like Bill Hamid at, in the field, basically. He right, was yelling right. at uh, Brendan Hunzike was his favorite person to yell at. Uh, Burnbaum was, but they hugged each other very, very, very uh, strongly after the game. So maybe they maybe they got it. Uh, but I was originally upset by that, and then I said, "All right, well, this is." This is what we're doing right now, and, and, and it worked. And I don't think that's going to be his long-term role. Victor Paul no. Victor uh, Paulson's going to be that guy. He's going to be the guy sitting in front of the center backs when he's when he's eligible to play. I think I think he'll be more impactful in the game when he's able to to pick out passes in the attacking third versus sort of very far from goal. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm giving that, I'm giving that one a, um, a pass. I'm an incomplete grade on sort of like his performance. I, I, uh, it worked out. It was weird to watch. And I think that that's not his long-term, uh, spot. Yeah, I agree. That's fair. Um, I'm going to move on to the next one. Um, Ted's, uh, favorite, uh, young player, ah. uh, serving out on the right, um, what, uh, w- w- what's your assessment of our, our right winger for this game? I don't think that's his spot either. I've been told he's being misused. It's sort of like uh, it's sort of like the communism has only failed because it's uh, never been correctly implemented. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that, or and uh, it can it can never fail. It can only be failed. Uh, right. so the 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 fans of Jafar are like he's only playing plurality because he's not a six. That's not his role, and he keeps getting put there. I would argue he's not a right winger either. Mm-hmm. I was not super. I was not super impressed with his performance there, but right now players are sort of being pushed into duty in all different kinds of places. Yep. Um, so I would, I would classify this more as a Drew Scundridge right back situation more than something that we should, we can expect to see going forward. That's how I would characterize it. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, what about Jackson Hopkins? What, what, what do you think of his performance? He got stuck in, man. He got, he got what could have been a red card. It would have been a little soft, but the, the, the keeper for the Orlando did, did yes. lay hands. Yes, on him certainly at least a yellow maybe I don't know. Um, he he was not as dangerous as I'd like him to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, but he doesn't look like he doesn't belong there. Uh, Ted Cudibiatro had a had a start that he played pretty poorly and he looked outclassed. He was physically sort of sort of overpowered. And by the way, he's back on non COVID illness recovery, so he may not have been even full fighting form to to go do that. So maybe that's okay. the, the situation, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to. Obviously, the trade would not have happened were were the were this front office and Wayne not a Hopkins fan. So he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be there every game <laughs> until his legs fall off. They're gonna run him into the ground. Yeah, I think I think um, I, I think his positioning was good. I think his finish was a little you know could have been tighter, but I think you expect that from somebody his age. Um, couple of he's trying player, stuff. Yeah. Um, couple of player qu- uh, questions in the chat. Um, Cogswell Worthington is the writing on the wall for Pines. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. It's about sort of what this, 
what is this rest of the season going to be about? Uh, if we win, in, if we win on Wednesday and then win our next game, which is against, uh, let me make sure I got it right. Oh uh, man, of course I closed it. Uh, we play Charlotte on Wednesday away, but then we play uh, New York Red Bulls on the sixth. So two game week. Mm-hmm. Um, if we win both of those games, then we're maybe not throwing the rest of the season away and not being like, let's see what we got with these players who maybe are going to give give away goals and lose his games. Uh, so I don't think the writing's on the wall necessarily, but it is certainly um, maybe. I would say that we're probably not going to see him as much as we would if this team did not respond to Wayne's leadership and we weren't seeing some some positive turnaround effects. And and if we were still playing five at the back. Yep. Also that. So I think because I, I, they, I, he he likes. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say because I I still think he's your first off the bench if say like Burnbaum or Heinzig can't start. I don't see Nahar playing in a four back system the way he played in a five-back system. I don't think you can, especially with a sweeper-keeper, have that sort of, hey, go up and make an impact. So uh, I, I think Pines is going to be your your first in over Al- Alfaro if you've got somebody out in those back two. Yeah, I think which makes sense. Alfaro is not going to be here next year mm-hmm. for sure. So, yeah, I think that's right. We've got a lot of, there's a lot of questions coming in the chat. Yep. Thank you guys for, for throwing these in here. Uh, Jesse, Jesse L. Leifert, Jesse Leifert says, will we ever see him back in goal? No, no, I don't think so. We will not. Um, he's, he's out for the season and we pay him too much. You will, you will, um, I think see some very good farewells, whether it's into retirement or, uh, to another team for Bill. But, but I, I do think his time, uh, on the field is probably done. Yep, I think that's right. And uh, let's take a took a rare chance here, uh, since we've got some new names in the chat. Uh, if you want to support the show and subscribe to us on Twitch, we we love for you to do that. If you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can actually get one free subscription a month, uh, and you can do that right under the gift to sub tab and click the Amazon Prime sub box. If you want to support the show, we really appreciate it. Uh, other questions are talking about uh, Paulson likely taking Jafal's spot. Yep, I think that's uh, for sure. Uh, can't see him taking Durkin's spot in the lineup. How quickly a goal changes the perception on how Durkin's playing. I think that's uh, that is a classic uh, soccer fan thing. He was uh, I thought I thought he did reasonably well. I thought he mm-hmm. did the, the the challenge was that Orlando was not really like their midfield was. It's just sort of vacated from from that yeah. perspective. Like it wasn't. It, they let us have the ball. The stats on the passing are funny. I think we have. 515 completed passes uh, with 90% accuracy. So they let us have the ball and the midfield wasn't really contested. Yeah. And in a, in a, against a team that bosses the midfield has, has a really creative number 10. Um, I, I, I don't think Durkin looks as good. Uh, another question. RGR and DC says, do you think that DC United makes an attempt to pick up a left back this week? So the rumor was they were going after O'Neill Fisher who's a right back by trade, but probably can play left back in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing happened there. So they know they need them. It's certainly, it's quite obvious that they're short two players in that spot. Cause right now we're just going to have to roll with a USL player. That's been called up for the whole rest of the season in a, in a, in a ostensibly like playoff mad dash. So that's not optimal. Certainly in the off season, they're going to address that. Uh, but not yet. <laughs> I don't think yet. Yeah, um, I, I I think I think Gadiri's been serviceable. You know, yep, he's fine. yeah, he's he's the he's the the Chris Durkin of left backs. Um, so we got, we got, go ahead. No, please, no, please go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of left backs, um, Wayne gave credit to uh, yes to to Chad for uh, putting Kamarni up as uh, as as going at left back, and obviously that worked out for us. That has been tried a couple times, uh, and I believe we used to make fun of it. But he had never done that before, so <laughs> thus we're not we're not necessarily wrong. It just he proved us wrong after the fact. We got another question from Twitter here from Eric Schlein. E. S. Schlein says, "Was it more Orlando's poor sub than anything else, or did Wayne's sub really change things that much?" Uh, I think Wayne's subs changed it that much. They put on Orlando put on. Uh, Andreas Perea, Nicholas Gian, Gianchini, the United St- U.S. striker, 
and Kyle Smith and Rodrigo Schlegel. Uh, Schlegel, the only thing I know about him is he's the guy who came in and played goalie uh, in penalties after the red card in the, I think it was, was it the Open Cup? I think it was the Open Cup. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I don't, that, the game did not turn on the subs from Orlando's perspective. It was that the players that DC brought on were able to be a bit more dangerous in the wings. Uh, and actually cause a little bit more of a threat because that's where the goals came from, right? It was mm-hmm. left wing service. So yeah, I, I, I would I would put that to Wayne. And as a, <laughs> he also wants to know if we can find out who the hypnotist is that can trick the team into thinking we're playing Orlando each week. <laughs> we do have Orlando's number, and Wayne Rooney more specifically has his number. Uh, that that we like. That yeah, we like. it you know it it takes takes me back. You know. Um... I think it was the day before uh, Wayne. The, I think the first real Wayne rumor set in. Um, I, I went back to that uh, his track back and the cross to Acosta. And I was like, you know, ever since that day, I've I've been chasing that same high. Um, and and frankly, I, I feel like this this game um, is the closest I've been in a long time. So. We got uh, Jesse Leifert uh, again, half trolling me, half agreeing with me. I don't know. I can't say. Who's our creative number 10? Too bad we don't have someone like Acosta in Cincinnati. Yeah, too bad. It's too bad. And also too bad we don't have a player like Paul Ariola with eight, with nine goals or whatever he has. Right. Uh, I think he, uh, too bad bad we don't have quality players like that. I think Uh, think if you had a quality striker, you would see Taxi more in that number 10 role. Um, But we don't. So uh, he would be a ten that would shoot the ball thirteen times a game. Yes, yes. so it would be a, okay it would be different than MLS. yeah for him too. He's got a pretty high hit rate uh, with eleven goals uh, already this season. By the by the way, isn't it wild that the All Star break hasn't happened yet? It is like it just feels it feels way past the point at which the All Star break should have already happened, and it has not. Emrick nineteen seventy seven says. He went to the season ticket shock talk event, and supposedly they're trying to sign two players before the windows close. One DP from abroad, 27 years old, trying to close this for six months. Who is this? I have no idea. <laughs> Those, the, I do not. We, uh, I would say the one commonality for things other than Ravel Morrison is that if a player gets signed by DC United, I have no idea who they are beforehand. Like, I don't watch whatever league that is. Uh, that's just the way that goes. I got to tell you, if you cover MLS, not professionally, but uh, as a hobby, and also NWSL, there is very little time for other soccer. There's just, there just isn't. There aren't enough hours in the day uh, to be to be watching two Bundesliga. If you are, you probably don't have a child, and that's fine. Uh, you're probably single, and that's also fine. But that's how you can afford from your time budget to watch the two American leagues also USL Championship, also the Austrian League and all that stuff. Great. Good for you. Make sure you're a Patreon and tell us, uh, give us good questions knowing all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom Bogert, if you're listening and you've got the inside scoop, um, feel free to call into the show. Um, I'll DM you the phone line. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think where we want to end with the, wrapping up the game is that uh, thank you, Wayne Rooney and DC United for giving us some good vibes. Finally, it has felt from a field perspective. I think we haven't shaken off the paddling from Phoenix. I think, or not Phoenix, sorry, Phoenix on the mind from Philadelphia, uh, who, by the way, went, uh, absolutely, who, who do they beat six, nothing this weekend? Uh, let me somebody check. else I've got it up. Um, Houston dynamo. Yeah. So. So there, there's that. Uh, they, 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 they clearly can score goals, uh, but I'm just, I'm just happy, and I'm going to be positive about it until they give me reason not to be. Charlotte coming up, I think, is a great opportunity to put, you know, go on a little bit of a winning streak here. Charlotte is, uh, let's see, from a form perspective, has lost four nothing to Toronto, uh, beat Chelsea six to four in penalties. We're not going to count that. Uh, lost Inter Miami. Uh, beat Nashville 4-1 and beat Houston 2-1. So they've lost their last two games that count. Um, one, I mean, everyone's above us on the table, so that's not really that's not really a helpful metric like it usually would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also coming off a little bit of rest because last game that they got, they had got rained out. So it remains to be seen how that benefits them uh, against us. What are your, yeah. what's your, we, we, we have won our only game against them. That was the opener. Uh, that's happened so far. So, what are you? What's your? What are your feelings? 
Um, I feel good with the the closeness between the two games and the fact that they um, they have a longer their longer time off. Um, I I think that um, if anything is going to help us here, it's the Wayne train uh, rolling into to Columbus um, with a little bit of energy from the weekend. So. I'm going to make a live bet here as we're doing the show. Uh, so just some stats for you as a, this is the, the Sharps corner for the MLS betters. Uh, neither of these teams average many goals per game. Uh, 1.1 for Charlotte, 1.3 for DC United. Uh, Charlotte hasn't kept a clean sheet in eight matches. DC United hasn't kept one in 14 matches. <laughs> so that's worse. Uh that's not very good. Uh, and, and DC United has not scored in their last two away matches. So what those stats should tell you is that the bet that I'm going to make, I shouldn't make, but what I'm going to make is both teams to score. Uh, I think that, that, that David Ochoa may be a great goalkeeper, but he has not played a real game that counts in a year and is not familiar with his defense, so I would not expect the best out of him. Also, if you've seen the little bit of training clips uh, at, at Loudon, he does not look uh, super game fit at the moment. So I'm just—he's better than Rafael Romo probably, uh, and they're going to want to see him out there. And they've got to figure out what they've got with him because they only have him on contract for the rest of the year. But I like both teams to score in this game. I have—I think in the prediction in the Discord, I've got DC United two, Charlotte one. I'm just feeling very optimistic after that last game. I'm—I'm I'm eager to see what kind of how Wayne sets up in an away match. Like, does he does he? change his philosophy philosophy very much or does our position on the table basically mean uh we're going for w's it doesn't matter where we are it's going to be like everything's a home game what do you do you think they're gonna try something different than they did last game or just just roll the dice same same way yeah i i I don't think so i I think too you've um it's really the first game where he will have had so, so this last weekend was the first game where he will have been able to sort of institute his system on the field. You know, all the talk you can do pregame, um, there's adjustments and things that happen from the sideline that you can't make. So uh, I think where we're at in the table and where we have to go, um, getting a near term, hey, I got you win in on, on the back, you know, on, and at the road, on the road. Um, I think is probably substandard or, you know, uh, falls beneath uh, making sure that you get your players playing in the system you want to play. So I think we're going to see a lot of the same. If maybe some different faces on the field, I I don't see a lot of changes in the system. Well, I think that's going to about do it. For those of you who are new to the show, maybe you've gotten a little energized from Wayne Rooney coming and you want to check out this show uh, because you saw a tweet or something. We do this show every Monday night at 8.30 on Twitch, but we also release the show on every podcast feed under United 96, uh, on usually on Tuesday every week. We also do a spirit show, which we're about to do right after this, so stick around if you're on the live show, you get to see that. Uh, and if you want to support us and get all of our interviews, uh, we just had Jackson Hopkins, we just had Chris Durkin on last week, so there may be a correlation between interviews and scoring. It's, it's unclear. Uh, just let us know who you want us to have on next. Uh, but if you want to get those interviews early and first before they get released, I think five days is the window for, for everybody else. Go to patreon.com slash RFK refugees. Uh, for, for Ted, who is not here and he'll be back next week, uh, we will see you guys next Monday. And if you're going to stay for the spirit show, do that. I got to not do this when we're doing the live show. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Vamos. Vamos.
Right. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Yeah. Yep. It's a. Uh... I, I likened it on Twitter. Somebody was telling me I was infant, infantilizing the players by saying, like, poor the players. Uh, to me, it was almost like a, a workplace benefit that turned out to be uh, not a benefit. It's like if your HSA had $1,000 in it and they're like, oh, the money's gone. Sorry, there's nothing you do to get back. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian, how about this? I'll tell you, my dependent care FSA goes away at the end of this month when I change jobs, and I have more money in it than is left to pay my uh, daycare, so that money just goes away. Anyway, all that said, uh, I think that the the way that the players could... I, th- I think it would be nice if we knew the scale of what the losses were. I imagine they're small. I think the league should, should do right by the players, and out of that chunk that they got in cash from Voyager, make those players whole. It can't be that much money. If it was a lot of money, that sucks. And I feel bad for the players. There are people that have lost millions of dollars on these platforms. Uh, if I say anything else, I think ever, I think most of our listenership hates crypto and wants me to stop talking about it. But if I can say one thing, if it, if it helps one person, the, f- the phrase is not your keys, not your crypto. So when you buy something on a platform and you want to keep it, move it off the pl- move it off the platform and hold it in a cold wallet. That's all I'll tell you. If you really care about it, DM me. You don't you don't though. But I'm just telling you. Don't have it. Don't don't keep it on platforms. Anyway, that's it for this week. We're gonna have some interviews coming out in the next couple of weeks from some spirit players. This is gonna be a series of things we're doing. If you want to get them early, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com/rfkrefugees. Uh, we are obviously doing this live. We do it Monday at around nine fifteen ish. The start time is uh, dependent on how long we bloviate on DC United beforehand. So uh, catch get there early, catch a little DC United, and then stay for the spirit. Uh, and if you like the show, uh, tell your friends about it and give us a review and a rating on Spotify, Google play, Google, Google, whatever. I don't know. I don't have a, I haven't, don't have an Android, uh, iTunes, whatever. Give us a review. Tell us you like us. That is it for this week for, uh, an absent Ted, uh, Brian and John say, see you next week.